Xiaomi just put out a phone with 120 watts of fast charging. But do you really need that fast of a charging speed? Let's find out. Welcome to Techie Speak, an utterly techie podcast where Julian CB, that's me, speaks his mind on various tech topics for techies and non-techies alike. New episodes pop up every Saturday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's the episode. Hey guys, uh, if you have if you didn't catch the Apple event reactions, I just posted that a few days ago. Check that out in the podcast feed. Today, I wanted to tackle fast charging. My inspiration for this episode is Xiaomi's recent release of the Xiaomi 11T Pro and its highlight feature of having 120-watt Xiaomi Hypercharge. So, it charges the Xiaomi 11T Pro from 0 to 100 in less than 20 minutes. It sounds really bananas, and they really claim to redefine what fast charging means. But to understand how we got there, I wanted to take a look back and see the progression of fast charging in smartphones. First off, to understand fast charging, we need to know why there's a need for fast charging. One, people are impatient and they don't want to have to wait long to charge your batteries because I think back in the early days of smartphones, they used to wait for an hour and a half, two hours just to charge their phones. And now with ever-increasing demand for a lot of activities with their phones, I think people expect more from the phones including being able to charge the phone fast. So that's part of it. People are impatient. And two, it's a competitive advantage slash unique selling point for tech companies to provide fast charging. Some of the bigger brands are, for some reason, already staying away from insane speeds for fast charging but I see it as a competitive advantage for other brands like let's say Xiaomi or Oppo or other brands that have their own proprietary charging tech. Speaking of proprietary charging tech, my first experience with fast charging was back when I used an Oppo F9. I think that was like three years ago, four years ago. I'm not exactly sure. One of those two. It was my first interaction with fast charging. And back then, it was still Oppo's VOOC flash charge. It was still 30 watts. And I would be happy to get uh, 0 to 100 in around an hour plus. So it's not really 
and aren't it's not really those crazy speeds we see now but that was the beginning using 30 watts vuk flash charge because that was a highlight feature of the oppo f9 back then and i actually miss that red slash purple slash pink color myself but other than that it's the charging speed that really stood out to me so now that i've said my experience why is there a need for fast charging uh i want to tackle the different ways on how these phone makers do fast charging because there are different ways to do it and uh some companies found like unique ways to deal with charging speeds first you simply use more power i remember when i was using the oppo f9 where it was a proprietary charger so it was a micro usb port on the phone then i had the micro usb cable to usb a but oppo had to customize the charger so it can pump that 30 watts to the phone because i think micro usb alone is weaker so oppo had to do their own proprietary charging magic to bring it up to 30 watts so basically they're just improving the charging by uh, enabling more power whether it's through proprietary charging tech or through some other means Another instance of using more power, I think it's the phones that use 18-watt quick charge like, let's say, the Realme C25s, um, like low-end Xiaomi phones like the Redmi 90. Because, yeah, it's, it's an affordable phone and... You don't really expect much with affordable phones, especially in the entry level. So you just put 18 watt fast charging. Although some some brands are making me question that because even though it has big batteries, they still manage to just put an 18 watt uh, charger in the box and just support 18 watts fast charging or quick charge as they say. So basically, that's a tactic they use, putting out more power, whether it's through proprietary charging tech or any other way. Next thing I want to tackle is the use of USB-C versus micro USB. So in the early days of Android, they were all using micro USB, which was a very weird connector because it seemed like just to power the phone i mean just to charge the phone like to be able to charge but unless there's some proprietary tech in it then it wouldn't really hold much current and it wouldn't really carry much power to charge the phone at faster speeds so when apple made the usb-c port 
popular because of the full switch to USB-C ports on MacBooks. That gave an effect where future devices would use USB-C, although there was this thing with USB-C cables not being really what they say it is. I mean, the USB cables aren't working as they're supposed to because they're of a different specification than what we expect from USB-C. Because I think in the early days, you could use the USB-C connector, but your transfer speeds or the speeds you get when you transfer files between your laptop and your hard drive, let's say, uh, it's slow. So, because it uses the... It's slow because it uses the USB, an old USB standard. I think we're more familiar with USB 2. That's the pretty prevalent port here in the Philippines, at least, where, you know, when you use a USB device, it's usually USB 2. Although, to be fair, I think we're improving slightly to USB 3 thanks to the USB-C connector. Speaking of the USB-C connector, it has a specification in the documents when you support that connector that supports what we call USB power delivery. So it came with uh, supporting that USB-C reversible connector. So USB-C is known for being reversible, kind of like what uh, Apple is doing with Lightning. So with that, so with that, they have this thing called the USB power delivery spec where a USB-C cable and plug to a USB-C port can provide power up to 100 watts. We see laptop makers uh, using USB Type-C as either the main option, but the main options particularly for Ultrabooks are like, uh, thin and light laptops rather than those gaming laptops where they still plug through a separate connector because it cannot hold the necessary power needed to power the gaming laptop so like I would see like more than 100 watt chargers like 200 or 300 depending on the laptop itself so yeah USB-C although it's really more effective than micro usb it still has this limit of 100 watts so best to keep that in mind another technique that companies use to implement fast charging is the fact that they charge two batteries at the same time in the phone sometimes a phone maker would design a phone with two battery cells or like batteries in the phone and what would happen is once you plug the charger in instead of just charging one battery it will charge two which gives them those claims of let's say 50 watts or 65 watts uh, fast charging so what that 65 watt actually means is it splits the the total power into two so you can charge both batteries and that in turn shows you that very fast 
charging speed. So, like that. Uh, charging two batteries at once. Of course, the last two would be very technical. The last two would be having better batteries itself in the phone and uh, unique uh, unique battery tech. So, let's say, recent example, the Xiaomi 11T Pro has that 120 watts hypercharge, right? But, they implemented a lot of techniques in order to get to that 120 watts. Uh, first, they, of course, split the batteries. Then the battery cells themselves contain a specific kind of material called graphene, which is, uh, according to what I've read, it's more conductive than if you just have a typical lithium-ion battery on your phone. So what that means is it can accept more power than a regular lithium-ion battery. So that's another one. Then another technique that I think Xiaomi used, although I read it from their product page, is this thing called multiple tab winding. So if you're not familiar, so multiple tab winding, it's a... New battery technology that improves current flow into the battery. So, what this means is there are um, multiple positive and negative uh, tabs. So, they call it tabs. So, there are multiple positive and negative tabs on the battery cell, which gives them... Uh, it allows a shorter current path, lower internal resistance, and better thermal control with a larger current intake, which means, in layman's terms, uh, this multiple tab winding technique gives them the capability to accept more power than when you just do the usual, when you do the usual one battery cell or two battery cells. That's how Xiaomi was able to claim that 120 watt hypercharge. There's a lot of techniques going into it. If you've noticed as I was talking, uh, I only talked about Apple in terms of ports or a specific connector, but not really for their fast charging speeds. If you've noticed their stance on battery tech, especially when it comes to fast charging, they're not really into the notion of high wattage, I mean high-powered uh, fast charging, like 65 watts or 120 watts. And believe it or not, there's also a 200-watt charger out there from a phone maker. So take that what you will. But Apple's not really into it. I don't know the explicit reasons of why they don't really prioritize fast charging. Because, for example, it's only, it was only two years ago when they gave fast charging support to the iPhone 11 Pro models. 
That included an 18-watt USB-C charger and a lightning to USB cable in the box. So that was the first time that people in the iPhone camp experience fast charging. Like if you're just into Apple products, then that would be your first experience with fast charging. Uh, the claim that Apple makes is uh, 0 to 50 in 30 minutes, which is okay. But yeah, as you said, we've we've seen faster, like 65 watts or 120 watts. So what gives with Apple? Uh, the one thing I can guess for that is they really care about battery health and the longevity on the battery. Because the downside of fast charging that maybe not a lot of people know when they use their smartphones with fast charging is that you charge so fast that you tend to reach 100% without you knowing because it just charges to 100%. What ends up happening is you charge fully to 100 then you most likely would reach like low battery or something because you, you take advantage of the battery life that your phone makes. But if you keep discharging it almost empty and then you charge it full, that would contribute to battery health. So there are some companies that try to remedy this. There's Asus with their ROG phones. They have this thing in software where they can limit the battery percentage that the phone can charge to. So let's say you can just charge to 80%. So you can just charge up to there and you're sure that at least it won't fully charge. So your battery health would be better. But some would argue in the iPhone that you don't really need to you don't really need to micromanage your battery life. I've watched this Rene Ritchie video and it's about uh, if you should baby your battery. Like what you hear that you must only just that you must only be between 40 and 80% battery for the battery to last longer and your battery percentage on the iPhone would be like near 100% which is good but it's like you're not using your phone to the fullest potential and so yeah Rene Ritchie's video speaks it all about iPhone charging like should you baby it or is it fine to do it without any babying so things like that all in all I like fast charging it saves me time when I charge a phone. Yes, the iPhone 12 Pro I have with me technically has fast charging, but it's only up to like 20 watts. And so once it reaches like that 0 to 50 in 30 minutes still, so it would slow down. So it would take still like what, an hour and a half? Maybe a bit less, but basically that's the same level. Yeah, that's my gist on fast charging. Where we are now with that Xiaomi Hypercharge or the 65 watt or even 20 watt. But at the end of the day, I would like to see battery tech improve even more. In a sense that 
we wouldn't be worrying as much when it comes to maintaining battery health or like charging at a certain time or a certain date or whatever. Like, I want a future of battery tech where we don't really have to think about a lot of those things anymore. But based on history and how smartphones were made, the battery is the slowest to move in terms of new technology and all. I think it's only recently that we're getting these uh we're getting these different kinds of materials for chargers and batteries. Like let's say gallium nitride, you might have heard of it or GAN. You might have heard of it. That's basically in more recent chargers and that material allows them to shrink the size of the charger but still provide like higher than expected power let's say like for example anchor nano 2 not sponsored but figured i should mention it so the anchor nano 2 still charges like iphone speeds like 20 watts but it's on the size of a iphone 5 watt charger if you had one before so imagine the iphone 5 watt charger and the anchor nano 2 beside them they're basically almost the same size but the anchor one reaches 20 watts i think in the future we will see more improvements with charging tech more than the battery tech itself but i'm also glad to see improvements in battery like the graphene being used in the xiaomi 11t pro with their two battery cells and that multiple tab winding technique and i hope to see more of that in other phones i don't think uh, the other companies are sitting down that's it for this episode about fast charging i hope you learned a lot about fast charging whether it's through more of the android side of things or how apple is being conservative with batteries if you're happy with what you're listening, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify. Until the next one, guys. Bye! Thanks for listening to this episode of Techie Speak, an utterly techie podcast. You can follow at Utterly Techie on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out utterlytechie.com in order to discover more of the techie life through tech news, reviews, and opinions. See you next week.